live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. That little girl had the right idea. I don't know if you guys saw that over the weekend, but that little girl was having none of pedophile resident Joe Biden poking his disgusting poop finger in her face. She wasn't having any of it. If you seen that little girl, she karate chopped his hand right away. And there was no real reason for opening with that video this morning other than the fact that it was such a short video and I wanted somewhere to put it without having to talk about it in, you know, in, in, uh, in length. So I decided to put it in this morning's video. And even little kids don't want this disgusting old creepy man pointing his finger in their face because, uh, I mean, who does? He probably stinks, too. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live from America. Today is November 22nd, year of our Lord, 2021. You're watching Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And it's so, so, so good to be back sitting in this chair. No, I'm not 100%. I'm probably kicking around 85%, 80, 85%. But that's good enough for me, and I know it's good enough for all of you. So thank you all very much. I feel a lot. I have a lot more energy. I feel a lot more lively. I have a lot more color. Uh, this weekend was was pretty bad. Friday and Saturday were real bad. Uh, yesterday was definitely a lot better, and today is a lot better by the grace of God. So it's great to be back here with you guys. And I want to give a big shout out to all the Live from America family members who continue to do the show on Discord when I am not there. Can't still hear it in oh, can still hear it in your voice. Yes, definitely still there in my voice, but you know, feel a lot better, have a lot more energy. Uh, I know Friday morning when I finished Friday morning's show uh, with Javon Hutton Pulitzer, I was I I barely barely made it back home and got back into bed i mean it was rough i almost needed uh needed some help uh but it was it really kicked my butt it definitely really kicked my butt and of course uh this morning i'd like to say uh, you know I, I, a big shout out to rosa catalano rosa catalano just put in a uh, a monday morning donation to start off the week and i couldn't thank her uh thank her much more she's a great great uh, viewer of the show she's a family friend and my heart goes out to her and everybody in the state of wisconsin for what happened uh, there what a tragic tragic moment yesterday and uh, we're going to get into talking about that in the first and foremost section uh, but before we do i want to remind you guys about the america strong page i should say the america strong tab thank you scotty god bless you my brother that's for my campaign i appreciate that the america strong tab on the jeremyherald.com website definitely go there i know you guys have um put your businesses in before but this is uh, a new foundation for the site it's a new build for that page uh or for that uh, section of the website so definitely go back in put your businesses in uh build a profile and um you know get it out there to everybody and and, and tell your friends and family about it too that, that might have businesses or friends with um, businesses because it's important that we do the all boats rise uh, strategy folks because we already know the cancel culture has destroyed conservatives of the last five years and we it snuck up on it snuck up on all of us never did we think that something like that would happen so this is a way this is another way for us to fight and defend our businesses our freedom um and our our 
basically our right to be able to sell and shop. You know what I mean? They tried to take it away with COVID, and then they tried to uh, take it away if you were a conservative. So it was a double whammy. Uh, so definitely check it out. Jeremy, I've been talking to you in Hangout today. Uh, no, I am not in Hangout. There's a lot of people pretending to be me again, just like they were on Facebook. Um, I'm getting a lot of people saying, hey, did you send me this? Did you send me this request uh, asking for money? No, I never send out requests asking for donations uh, or anything like that. So it's definitely somebody completely different. And make sure you get away from that person as soon as possible. Um Whew, what a weekend, ladies and gentlemen. I got to tell you, I needed, uh, I, I didn't get to spend much time with the family this weekend. I didn't get to spend much time uh, with the Word of God. I was just, you know, laying in bed, uh, sweating or freezing, one or the other. And uh, I really missed going to church yesterday. However, I got to watch church on, on, um, on the streaming on, on tv which isn't the same you know what i mean it kind of took me right back to the beginning of covid middle of covid when we all did that and it's just not the same uh but it was really nice to get into the word this morning it was really nice to get back into the swing of things it's hard to to pick up where you left off um but we're there so this morning's verse of the day if you got it uh let me go to it real quick it was titled distancing yourself from popular opinion Something we all have a hard time doing. But distancing yourself from uh, popular opinion. And this is what I wrote. Um, as we get into this holiday season, with everything bad that is going on, it's going to be hard for so many people to really tune out the noise and focus on time with family and friends. Society has already fear is already fear-mongering everyone into focusing on shelves being empty for Christmas and gas prices being through the roof. Instead... We need to fo be focusing on the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and helping others in need. The popular opinion is to be stressed out for the holidays. Let's show the world a different way of doing things. And we'll do that by reading verse of the day, Isaiah 8, 11 through 14. The Lord has given me strong warning not to think like everyone else does. He said, quote, don't call everything a conspiracy like they do, and don't live in dread of what frightens them. Make the Lord of heaven's armies holy in your life. He is the one you should fear. He is the one who should make you tremble. He will keep you safe. And this is what I wrote about that. It's extremely difficult in the flesh to go against the grain because society, under the devil's thumb, has made it unacceptable to hold them or yourself accountable for your actions in a moral way. Society teaches us how to be immoral and selfish. Society has always taught us to look out for yourself first before helping others, obtain as much wealth as possible, and look a specific way, desire multiple sexual partners, and much, much more. The minute that you speak out against all of that or tell people that it is a wrong way to live, you will be attacked nonstop until you stop. My advice, don't stop. Continue to be different. Continue to try your hardest to live like Christ. You will come up short every single time, which may get discouraging, but don't look at it that way. The last thing in the world you want to have happen is Christ telling you on the day of your judgment, I never knew you. Commit yourself today to doing that one thing that you've been putting off. I have a few problems that I catch myself doing every day and I need to remove them from my life. Swearing and judging others 
That's a big problem that I have, folks, to be honest with you. You know, swear words come out just, you know, like something happens and I say, oh, you know what I mean? And I catch myself and I say, I don't need to say that. Or judging somebody like somebody might be driving with a mask on in their car or you, you know, you see a mother uh, walking in... 10, 10 degree below weather with a baby in a, in, a, in a stroller while she's smoking a cigarette and looking at her phone and the baby's not covered up properly and you judge those people. It's something that I have a hard time doing that I want to change. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's just habit. It's habit from society. And those are the things that I have a hard time changing. Sometimes I find myself judging others. Like I said, when I see them wearing a mask in a car or doing stupid things in public and I need to stop doing that. That is what society does, folks. Okay, so recognize what you can what can set you apart today and make you different in a good way and start your process of transformation now in Jesus name. Amen. And it's a lot easier said than done, folks. I know it. I know there's a lot of things out there that both that all of us need to work on. None of us are going to be perfect. But again, can you imagine on that day of judgment when Jesus looks at you and says, I never knew you depart from me? Oh, there's no going back after that, folks. So let's change what we need to change today and not wait until it's too late and try to do it then, okay? Let's all uh, join together in the Lord's Prayer and let's, let's think of the things that we really need to change about ourselves, that we can change right now. It's easy stuff that we could change right now. Let's think of that. Let's focus on that. And let's focus on the cross while we say the Lord's Prayer together, okay? All right, here we go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And folks, we have a little over 4,000 people watching. If you could do me the favor and like the video, hit that rumble button, share it out to the Facebook pages, that would be very much appreciated. And if I seem a little off today, if I'm not my, uh, if I'm not on top of things like I normally am, it's just because I'm trying to get back into the swing of things. And again, I am not 100%. So they said someone sent a thousand dollars on Apple. Let me see. They said someone sent a thousand dollars on Apple iPhones. I'm not sure what that means. I'm hoping somebody didn't donate $1,000 to somebody who's pretending to be me because that would be really bad. <laughs> because uh, like I said, I got, a, I don't know, three or four messages this weekend of people saying, is this you that I'm talking to and sent me screenshots? And I said, nope. Um, never give your information. Go to your account and see if it's true first. If it is call them they don't call you okay i just see people are getting scammed i'm not sure if it's because people are pretending to be me or what i hear kyle is on a two-week paid vacation in florida well that would be good that young man deserves it and needs that uh jeremy i believe the lord will never deny anyone well that's not what the bible says that's not what the bible says the bible says that the lord will if you are not sincere in your uh and in, in following christ and if you are a hypocrite and you uh, think that you're going to be saved, it, the Bible says, Jesus will tell, tell you, you know, depart from me in your ways of iniquity. I did not know you. And I mean, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm just going from what the good book says. Um, he'll never deny anybody who's sincere. I'll tell you that. But if you get to that point, it's too late. 
folks. Don't let it be too late, okay? Jeremy, missing your handsome face on Roku. Well, I had a, a phone call on Friday after the show with uh, technical support, and it looks like that will be up and running tomorrow. They might turn it back on tomorrow, and it might not be available until Wednesday, but it will be back up and running tomorrow, okay? Just so you guys know. And I thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. Um, Jeremy, how do I get a hold of you? Um, email, Instagram, Telegram, Getter, um, many different ways to get a hold of me. If you use your debit card, you can go to your bank and get a new card. Okay, I, I see people are just talking about being scammed in there, and I'm not sure what it means. Uh, but let's get right to the first and foremost section of today, um, and that's Waukesha, Wisconsin, folks. So uh, I never had never been to Waukesha, Wisconsin until we went there in the Save America Freedom Tour. That's where I got to meet uh, Jed Shug and, 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 and Rosa Catalano and so many other great people. And Waukesha is such a beautiful beautiful little town in wisconsin now i'm not sure how far that is from kenosha i don't think it's very far maybe within an hour of driving to kenosha but what happened in waukesha wisconsin yesterday was truly sad uh, i think we're up to five people dead and 40 people injured uh elderly people hit children hit and um and it wasn't reported on the mainstream media as much as it should have been when it happened i can tell you that why because the gentleman who did well i won't even call him that the the the, the dirtbag that did this the murderer now i can say this in the beginning of this case because this guy truly is a murderer okay it's one thing when people were calling kyle rittenhouse a murderer for what we all knew from the very beginning was self-defense because we had the footage okay we also have the footage of what happened in waukesha wisconsin yesterday all right and that was murder straight disgusting dirtbag murder and now i heard a lot of people going well it could have been an accident it could have been an accident it wasn't an accident you want to know why it wasn't an accident because the street was barricaded off way uh, way before uh where this guy hit uh these people in this parade he went driving through those barricades right by police he went drive he went driving by the parade almost hit it looked like to be a two or three little a two or three year old little girl who was dancing in the street literally came within inches of hitting her and sped to where he ended up driving over people now come to find out later on this guy's name is daryl brooks he's a blm enthusiast he hates donald trump he rapped about killing donald trump he rapped about killing conservatives and this happened in the wake uh and in the aftermath of of kyle rittenhouse being acquitted in kenosha wisconsin just late last week so you tell me ladies and gentlemen what you think this is you tell me what you think this is. Of course, the mainstream media doesn't want to put anything up about this because it kills their narrative. It destroys their narrative. This was a politically and racially motivated attack that killed people. This guy should get the death penalty instantly, ladies and gentlemen, for what he did. This is a disgusting, Satanist, vile act, what he did, and very, very different than what Kyle Rittenhouse did. But it didn't stop social media, did it? It didn't stop the social justice, ignorant, loser warriors who literally know nothing about this country, nothing about morals, and nothing about the real way of life. They only want to complain, cry, and do everything that everybody else is doing on social media. So, all day yesterday, all we heard is, what's the matter? What's the matter? Can't you claim self-defense? Can't you, you know what I mean? They're just, they were just being very condescending uh, and, and trying to compare it with the Kyle Rittenhouse case, okay? Kyle Rittenhouse was literally trying to defend people and only shot people when his life was in real danger, when there was people pointing guns at him, stomping on his face, and hitting him in the head with skateboards. 
These people were doing a Christmas parade, ladies and gentlemen. A Christmas parade. And this disgusting, racist, uh, bigoted BLM enthusiast drove right through and, and, and committed murder. Very, very different. But again, you, you can't expect ignorant people. You can't expect know-nothing, godless morons to be able to understand the difference between the two situations at all. Okay, let me show you. I'm not going to show you the, the actual video of what happened because I think we've all seen it by now and I don't want to continue to show it. It's, 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 it's sad. I think it's disrespectful for the family members to have this. I mean, all their, all, these people in this town and these family members, all they're going to see for the next two weeks is, is these videos going around and they're going to see nothing but vile comments in the comment section, in the comment thread of these disgusting Black Lives Matter and Antifa terrorists. That's what they are. Look, Black Lives Matter is a terrorist group, period. Period. KKK was a terrorist group. Doesn't even exist anymore, so I don't even want to hear that crap. Antifa, definitely a terrorist group. Okay? Call me racist all you want. For The funny thing is, is the, is the only people that are, that are calling people racist are white people. You know what I mean? White people who are pretending that they, that they have some kind of place in Black Lives Matter and white people Antifa. Those are the only people calling people racist. Yeah, and, and, and apparently Kyle Rittenhouse's case was all racist, even though there wasn't a black person involved. They're, they're so backwards, and, and all they do is use racist for everything these days. Racist, racist. So if we're going to use racist for everything, let's use racist against this guy. Let's use the, the term racist against this guy right here. Let me show him to you. There he is. There's the racist scumbag who murdered people yesterday during a Christmas uh, parade. Bumblebee Patriot says, Jeremy, how can God expect us to love someone so evil? That's a good question. And it takes a very, very strong heart and, uh, and strong faith in Jesus to, to, to love these people. I can tell you that. It, it, I, don't under, I, don't, I don't understand how we can either. Um, even I'm, I'm finding no love in my heart for this guy right now either. But there he is. Now, let me read for you a little bit about this guy, okay? Because the crooked attorney general in, in Wisconsin actually let this guy go, okay? The attorney general let this guy go on charges not more than, what, a few weeks ago? Let me read this for you real quick here. Um, again, the guy's name is Daryl Brooks, all right? And he, is, uh, he, he was recently released on bond. Of course, wrapped again, uh, like I told you, wrapped about F Donald Trump and F all pigs and F all conservatives. Lived in Milwaukee, that's where he's from, and he launched this attack yesterday. Now, apparently, he was on bond for only like $1,000 for felony charges. So he was actively on bond right now. He was released on bond when he did this. Okay? Now, you watch. Watch, watch Wisconsin probably give this guy a bail. You know what I mean? I could see it now. Watch Wisconsin give this guy a bail. Um, there was also reports of gunshots being fired by police at the SUV, and there are reports that there was gunshots fired from the SUV either into the crowd or back to police. I don't know how true that is right now because I haven't seen any video footage of, of gunfire coming from the actual SUV itself, but I do want to show you a video, if I can, if I may, Thank you, Donnie. God bless you. I appreciate the donation. Let me show you a video real quick. Let me remove the lower thirds here so you can see. This is the SUV speeding by the back end of the parade to get to where he ultimately ran over the dancing grannies and other people. Watch this little girl. Let me just transfer this video over real quick here. See this? 
All right, see this little girl right here? She can't be much more than two or three years old. Can't be much than two or three years old. Now watch this guy come flying by her while she's dancing in the street. Look at her, precious. Here he comes, literally about five feet from her. Let me play that again for people who didn't see it. Here's the little girl dancing. And you'll see the SUV come right through here. He literally comes right here. There was no way he would have slowed down in time enough not to hit her. You know what I mean? There's another video of him before that even, way even before that, of him plowing through um, the barricades. You know, the little white wooden barricades that they put in the street when they, when they block off a street for a parade? There's video of him plowing through that, driving right by a cop, and you see the cop literally get on and, and start calling it in right away. But it, it's, it, hap it all happened so fast, there was no way to stop this guy. You know what I mean? But the left, you don't see CNN, MSNBC, or anybody out there calling him a murderer right now. You don't see that at all. They're saying the alleged, the alleged driver of the car, the alleged uh, murderer. No, he's a murderer. Oh, you, you, I've even heard, I've even seen some mainstream. You are fake news. I've, I've even heard them say, oh, it was an accident. This wasn't an accident. The guy was not intoxicated in any way. And I will guarantee you that when this is all said and done, it's literally because of what happened in Kenosha, the verdict from Kyle Rittenhouse, and the mainstream media constantly fueling the fire of racism in this country, telling all young black men that all white people hate them, and then they, do, they, they run out and do this, this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? You're not hearing the mainstream media call this guy a murderer. You're not hearing him say the same thing they said about Kyle Rittenhouse. It's so, it's such trash these days, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And, I, and I'll tell you this too. I'll tell you this. The, there's a new owner at CNN. There's a new billionaire owner at CNN. And this new owner at CNN says he would love uh, to bring CNN back to the days of, of old when it actually had journalists. And he actually admitted that CNN is no longer, no longer has any journalists in there. Now, that doesn't really relate to this story here, but I'm just telling you that the, the fake news media, the reason why, nobody trusts them anymore is because donald trump opened the veil up on them all and now nobody even goes to them for anything because they know it's nothing but propaganda and fueling the fire of racism in this country and they're not going to stop until we have a civil war the mainstream media is not going to stop until we have a civil war until you all stop watching them and i'm not just talking about people who are watching this show i'm literally talking about everybody that might see this video stop watching the news I mean the mainstream. Stop watching Fox. Stop watching Fox. Stop watching MSNBC. Stop watching CBS. Stop watching ABC. Stop watching NBC. Every one of those channels right there are corrupt with evil, and none of them care about truth. They only care about fueling a fire of racism and bigotry and telling every conservative that that's exactly what they belong to, is a family of racists and bigots. That's it. That is it. Just like COVID. It's not going to stop until you make it stop. Until you shut that channel off. And yes, I'm even talking about Fox News. Go watch New, uh, Newsmax if you want. Go watch uh, OAN. Go watch Right Side Broadcasting. Go watch Real America's Voice News. Go watch people who are trying to bring you the truth. Okay? Shut them off. Shut them down. Same thing with COVID. COVID isn't going to stop 
until people make it stop. We have the power. I don't understand what the general public doesn't understand about we the people. I don't understand what the general public, not only in this country, but around the world, doesn't understand that the government can only govern if you allow them to govern. If you don't allow them to govern, they don't exist anymore. Boom, poof, be gone. It's that quick. It's that simple. But we've just been living under this under this fear for so long that the governments are the ones in control and they're not. God's in control. And the people need to understand that. Fox owns Newsmax? Do they really? Does Fox own Newsmax? I don't I don't watch it, so I don't know. I, I but I didn't I hadn't heard that. I quit watching MSM and my local news after November 3rd, says Rita. No Newsmax. You see, I don't even watch Newsmax. So everybody's telling me they're bad. I don't watch them either. I don't watch them either. And the only one that I will watch on Fox News anymore, and I don't even go to Fox to watch it, I watch it later on on social media, is Tucker. He's the only one. I don't watch Laura anymore. I don't watch Sean Hannity anymore. I don't watch any of them. I watch Tucker because I think Tucker might be the last last, uh, the last good good one there who, who who's going to do what he wants to do and not do what the, the network wants him to do. Uh, Disney owns both. Didn't know that either. Jeremy, they operate on fear. Says, yep, they do. What, what's considered credible news source anymore? Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> as far as news channels, I don't know. Jeremy, you are the main source I get my news from. I do not watch uh, MSM news. They are all liars and they are corrupt. Agreed. Uh, and then Corn Pop even says, I don't trust Newsmax either. Yeah, again, folks, I haven't watched. The only person that I'll watch, that I have watched on Newsmax is, uh, what's his name? Greg, uh, the guy who interviews Trump all the time. I don't even know his last name. But he's the only one that I've ever watched on that channel. And OAN, I've never even watched 10 minutes of um, on OAN. I've seen, you know, social media posts of them, but but that's about it. So anyway, folks, long, long story short, this guy's a murderer. He was a racist. You're not going to hear about how he was a racist murderer like you did with Kyle Rittenhouse. And uh, my prayers and my heart goes out to the people of Waukesha, Wisconsin, and their families, and especially during, these, during the holidays. What a, what a tragedy. What a tragedy. All right, let's move on. Last week... Kamala Harris's communications director resigned amid uh, amidst of uh, you know uh, fighting with the White House and the White House sidelining Kamala Harris and putting her on uh, you know assignments that are ultimately going to fail, especially by somebody who's uneducated and as unqualified as Kamala Harris. And and her poll numbers reflect that. Her poll numbers re- reflect actually what the world and the and the country thinks of her, uh, and and they reflect that as uh, the same as when she ran for for president. Um, I don't know how they ever thought that this woman was going to be effective. I don't know what they thought that it was going to do by by bringing her in. Maybe they thought by bringing in a woman of color that it was just going to boost their you know ratings through the roof, and it never did because she's such an idiot. And and that's not me being mean. The woman is truly an idiot. I don't think she could have. I don't think she could have an effective debate with my 13-year-old daughter. And I'm not even saying that just to be condescending. I'm saying that to be real. I think my 13-year-old daughter or my 12-year-old son could walk circles around her in a a debate about the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Federalist Papers, uh, economics, or anything. The woman is just truly a dum-dum. 
Okay, uh, so her communica- her communications director leaves, and then there's stories of oh she left because she was only going to give one year anyway, and blah 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 blah. But one day after that, and I didn't get to report on this because I was laid up. But one day after Kamala Harris's communications director resigned, Joe Biden's communication uh, com- communication director also resigned, ladies and gentlemen. And this at the same time as Biden's team says that he will run for uh, another run for another uh, election in 2024. I'm just so confused, first of all, by why they think he's even going to last that long physically. I mean, did you see him when he got done his physical the other day? He said, I'm going to celebrate my 58th birthday. The guy's 78. It wasn't a joke either. They then tried to come out and say, oh, he was joking about that. He was just joking, Yeah, blah, blah, blah. No, he wasn't joking. He thought he was 58. So now they're saying he's going to run for president in 2024. Look, I'm not even looking towards that. What I'm seeing, though, is that his communications director resigned a day after her communications director resigned. Why? Because they're putting it all on them. They're throwing them under the bus to say our poll numbers are reflecting what the job that you are doing. So they're either being forced to resign or they're under so much pressure that they're resigning based on poll numbers. Really, the poll numbers reflect the job they're doing. But they're too stupid and arrogant to understand that. They're too high up on their corruption pedestal to understand that the world doesn't like them. Americans don't have any faith in them. Nobody believes they won the election. And for the most popular president in the world, he has zero base. How does the most popular president in the world who gets over 80 million votes, I mean, apparently this guy's more popular than Barack Obama. You know what I mean? And I don't like Barack Obama just like you guys don't. But the guy was super popular amongst Democrats and independents. And even rhinos. He was super popular. One of the most popular presidents we've had in our modern lifetime. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. And that's just going by polls different polls from around the world from the time he became president even until the time that he left he was one of the most popular presidents in our modern lifetime and the world expects joe us to believe that joe biden is more popular than him are you kidding me but anyway his communications director has resigned as well and uh i only see it just uh getting worse and worse and worse for this administration and i don't know what that means i don't know um I do know that Marsha Blackburn was on Maria Bartiromo this weekend, and she even confirmed that from the Senate's point, uh, from this, uh, and she's she's a senator. She even confirmed that they are gearing up to replace her. So everything that we talked about last week with the Biden administration trying to replace Kamala Harris, the only way they can do that, again, is if she resigns. The only way she's going to resign is if they got a job for her that's better than the job that she has now. The only job that I can think of that would be better than the one she has right now that she would want would be a lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court. And the only way that happens is if they can get uh, the oldest member of the Supreme Court to, uh, to retire. So... We'll see where that goes, but the story there that I really wanted to tell you was that both communications directors have now resigned. Let's move to the Dum Dum Award of the day. And that's going right in that rhino bucket, ladies and gentlemen. Just when you thought Mike Pence could not become more of a dirtbag, just when you thought Mike Pence could not uh, be more of a turncoat um, uh, traitor to Donald Trump, well, ladies and gentlemen, he says, hold my beer because he, uh, this, I tell you, this guy, this guy, let me, let me, Mike Pence 
has now vowed to support every Republican governor that President Trump wants primaried out. I am not kidding, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Pence reportedly uh, said last week, the end of last week, that he will back any incumbent GOP governor over challengers endorsed by President Donald J. Trump, potentially, potentially furthering the rift between himself and the ex-commander-in-chief. That's what the story is. Uh, President Trump needs to go nuclear on this scumbag. President Trump needs to literally put this godless traitor in his place once and for all and bury this man when it when it comes to politics okay not only did this guy completely go against president donald j trump when it came to the january 6th decision but now he's talking about supporting and backing the same people that donald trump is trying to primary out because they're rhinos does that tell you everything you need to know about the scumbag mike pence he told a handful of these governors this um in a private meeting according to the wall street journal excuse me, Wall Street Journal, published on Saturday. This is what he said. Quote, I want to be clear. I'm going to be supporting incumbent Republican governors. Um, during his call uh, with Republican governor of Maryland, Larry Hogan, um, reportedly called Trump's attack on incumbent governors outrageous, unacceptable, and bad for the party. He also called the tactics employed by the former President Trump cancel or trump cancel culture you're damn right excuse my language but you're damn right you wanted cancel culture now you're going to get it and every one of you scumbags lisa murkowski liz cheney mike pence mom jeans mitt romney uh, uh adam kinzinger all of them they're all you're all dead you're all dead in the water and i don't mean dead as in physically dead don't jump my don't come and knock on my door fbi you know what we're talking about you wanted cancel culture now you're going to get it you guys are nothing but dirt bags and you're traitors to our country and every one of you are going to see the power of president trump's base and every one of you are going to see the power of the grand new party the gop is dead get it through your thick skulls and so is the rnc ronna mcdonald she's done too she's she's supported she supports liz cheney at the end of last week i told you on friday that she came out and she said that even though the wyoming uh, gop has decided to no longer recognize liz cheney as a republican the re the uh, republican national committee will continue to recognize her as a republican so i don't know where she's going to go if she decides to run again because she won't be able to run as a republican in the state of wyoming unless she wants to be a write-in because the gop will not support her there so she's probably going to move to one of your states or maybe even my state and run long story short this guy's a loser uh, Pence is a corrupt piece of crap, and he's a turncoat, and everybody in the world needs to start sh start telling this guy exactly. He, 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 I don't know how he's getting away with it. He's going to like the young Republican conferences. He's going to governor's conferences, and, ev and everybody's applauding. I'm seeing videos where people are just standing ovations for this guy, and I don't get it. But he may be the anti-Trump Republican that the GOP tries to run against Donald Trump, and they're going to run again, and they're going to—they'll probably use him to run against Donald Trump because he knows Trump's secrets and he knows the inner workings of the Trump administration. So, my advice: President Donald J. Trump needs to come out and bury this guy once and for all. Literally, put him on blast in front of everybody. You want to play these games? You want to see what Trump cancel culture can really do? Let's play. That's the way I see it. Now, let's move to some good news, ladies and gentlemen, that we saw come in over the weekend. Uh, Pennsylvania and Georgia, both of them made headlines this weekend, at least in conservative bases anyway, about forensic audits coming up in both of their states. Brian Kemp decided, um, after Candace Taylor made an appearance on Steve Bannon's War Room last week, which, by the way, I've been trying to get her on there for a long time. 
Steve Bannon told her a long time ago she could come on, and nobody ever, nobody could figure out why Bannon wasn't having Candace Taylor come on. She's such a sweetheart. She's such a fire breather. She's such a great conservative, and she'd be a great governor for the state of uh, Georgia. Finally, Steve Bannon had Candace Taylor on, and then right after that, folks, Brian Kemp comes out and announces that he's starting an investigation into Fulton County's mishandling of, of, uh, of the 2020 election. Well, it's about time, Brian Kemp, but guess what? It's not going to save your butt either. You are in the same category as a Mike Pence. Nothing you can do will get you out of it. I don't care what your poll numbers reflect. I don't care how popular you think or other Republicans think you are in the state of Georgia. You are not. You are a scumbag just as much as Mike Pence is, and the people of Georgia will not put you in office again. I don't care who's got the better chance of beating Stacey Abrams or what the narrative is. You're done, okay? And if he, and if he, if he didn't feel the same way, he would not, ladies and gentlemen, have come out and ordered an investigation into the Fulton County mishandling of the 2020 election. You really want to start getting some uh, points with the voters of Georgia again? Get rid of Dominion tomorrow and order a full forensic audit of the entire state. That would at least start you in the right direction again. But everybody knows you're just trying to save face. Regardless, regardless, that happened over the weekend. But the big news that happened over this weekend was Pennsylvania. The Republican Party in Pennsylvania, the Senate, has identified a group that they're going to hire to perform a forensic audit of the 2020 elections, folks. Let me just roll, scroll down here and read you this. Uh, the GOP-led Senate committee has identified a private contractor uh, it will hire to assist in uh, the review of the 2020 presidential election. The document shared with Republican senators Thursday evening obtained by Penn Live identifies the firm as Dubuque, Iowa-based uh, Envoy Sage LLC. The firm bills itself on its website as, quote, delivering ground truth and identifies itself as specializing in research, investigation, program management, and communications. The document states the firm, quote, meets all the key needs to conduct a thorough and impartial election investigation. It also states that the firm has no political association with candidates who appeared in the 2020 or 2021 ballots in Pennsylvania. Among other qualifications, it lists Envoy Sage has worked with the Department of Defense under Republican and Democratic administrations and has decades of experience in handling sensitive and classified information. And apparently the money for this, I was talking um, to Doug Mastriano about this last week, apparently the money that will, uh, that's going to be used for this uh, audit will be paid through uh, the GOP caucus accounts. So we'll see where that goes, ladies and gentlemen. But it does uh, does look like Pennsylvania is going to be starting a 2020 election investigation. I don't know how far that will go. I don't know if this is just the Senate's way of saying, look, we're doing something. Uh, shut your mouth and let us move on to the 2022 and 2024 elections. I'm not sure. All I know is that that happened over the weekend. And uh, also, Brian Kemp ordered the Fulton investigation. And we have Wisconsin... Uh, representative House of Representatives calling for a decertification in Wisconsin. So we've got Arizona that's in the midst of uh, Mark Burnovich doing his investigation. We have Georgia 
doing some kind of an investigation with Fulton County. We have Pennsylvania Senate saying they want to do the full statewide audit, and they're hiring a firm from Dubuque, Iowa. And, of course, we have Wisconsin Republican uh, representatives calling for full decertification while the investigation from Racine County is moving forward with district attorneys and the attorney general there. Where this all goes, I don't know, but we're better off this week than we were last week when it comes to investigations, and I wanted to make sure that I brought that to your attention today. I need a drink of my coffee real quick. So just give me a second. Jeremy, are you getting more sunglasses? Yes, my wife and I are actually looking for more sunglasses to buy in bulk. However, with the supply chain crap that's going on, it's very, very difficult to buy anything in bulk, uh, especially American-made, American sunglasses. You know, with the red, white, and blue, of course, they're probably, who knows, probably America's trying to get rid of that themselves. This country is... Uh, Country's definitely, can you imagine if your grandparents could come out of their graves today and see what this country has become in the last 40 years? Can you imagine what your grandma or grandpa or your mom or dad would think of this country if they could come here today and see what this country's turned into? What a joke. What an absolute joke. Um, folks, we just went from 52, 5300 to 4800. So I don't know if the video, if there's some problems with the video, but if there is, please let me know and we'll see what we can do about it. Um, all right, we're going to move into this COVID thing that's happening, folks. Uh, over this weekend, we saw major, major uh, prote protests that are eventually going to turn into riots, if you, in my opinion, and eventually from riots turn into revolution. Let me show you some video of what happened over this weekend. And all these little squares that you're about to see, let me pull up the image for you. Every one of these squares that you see my cursor on, these are different countries with different major protests against vaccine mandates and lockdowns. Check this out. <clears throat> Look at this one down here. So the reason why all of those protests happened this weekend, and they've been doing it for a while, don't get me wrong, but they really came out in full force this last weekend. Well, because most of Europe is getting ready to go on a full lockdown again. And ladies and gentlemen, not only that, uh, Austria, is uh, mandatory vaccinations come February 1st, 2022. This is not going to sit well, ladies and gentlemen, not only with people of the United States, but with, with people in Europe who aren't even used to really protesting and who love being told what to do, it seems like. It seems like Europe just loves being ruled, but even they are starting to rise up. Look, the, the funny thing about this is, is the globalists and the people who unleashed this on the world, they thought they were going to be able to use this to take over the world. They thought this was their time. They thought this was their moment. However, these are the same godless monsters 
who don't understand that God's time is not our time. And God is in control of everything, not them. And we, the people in the United States of America and across this globe, are no, well, if you believe the, the world isn't flat anyway, uh, are no longer going to just sit back and accept this, ladies and gentlemen. You're not going to be able to, f this PSYOP, this entire this entire uh, strategy of releasing a, 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 uh, a virus across the world to be able to control everything and to be able to lock everybody down and create one world government, one world monetary system, one world religion, it's not now. They have, they have overplayed their hand. It is not now. It's not going to happen. It's not going to be the start of one world government, one world religion. Why? Because we are not going to let it happen. And you're starting to see that. Look what happened in New York City this weekend. It's only going to get worse. Like I said, protests will turn to riots. Riots will turn to revolution. And uh, world governments will be toppled because of this. Now, the, look, masks are one thing. Lockdowns are another thing. Forced mandatory vaccinations. It's an entirely different thing. And they started, you're going to see it happen in Australia. It's already happening in Austria. Germany's going to be next. And there's going to be a lot of European countries that are going to try to follow suit in this. It's up to you, the people, to stand up and say, no, we're not doing this. Now, this comes from, in the same weekend that the, uh, a study from the UK came out on Saturday that showed that vaccinated people 60 years old or younger are twice as likely to die as unvaccinated people. And this is backed up by their uh, health department's data. The health department in the UK released this data, this determination that, that people at 60 years old or younger are twice as likely to die than unvaccinated people. It's from their data. It's not from our data. It's not from Jeremy's data or a Real America's Voice data. It's from their own data. And this trend has been happening for the last four or five months, folks. It started out in little pockets here and little pockets there. And, and every time it did, I reported on it to the point where even a lot of you were like, okay, I'm done talking about COVID. Stop talking about COVID and vaccinated and unvaccinated, okay? But the, the facts are there, folks. Twice as luck, likely to die. That means twice as many people for their data under 60 are dying being vaccinated than those who are unvaccinated once they get hospitalized. That can't be a coincidence, you guys. It can't be a coincidence. Now, I'm not saying that the world, look, I don't know. We're, we all sit on different sides of this, right? There's a lot of people that are watching this that are vaccinated. There's a lot of people that are watching this right now that are not vaccinated. The people that are vaccinated don't want me to say, oh, the people that have got vaccinated are probably going to die. And I'm not saying that. I'm saying what the data shows. I'm saying what the data shows. And the data shows that these people that are vaccinated, like trip, double and triple vaccinated, their immune systems are so weak that they can't handle getting sick. So what is this mRNA vaccine doing to people that it's not supposed to be doing to people? You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out. My advice to you is if you've already gotten one shot, don't get the second or third. Okay? And if you haven't gotten any, my advice is don't get it. Rely on your immune system. Okay? Rely on your immune system. Look, I'm going to tell you guys something that I wasn't going to tell anybody for a, for a couple weeks, okay? I wasn't going to tell anybody this for a couple weeks because I didn't want anybody to worry about me or anybody in my family. But what we had and what I'm still trying to recover from was COVID. I asked God for the last two years 
to expose me to COVID so I could catch COVID. I have been, and, and anybody who knows me knows that that's true. I have been saying, look, I need to, ca- I want to catch that. I've been putting myself in positions to catch this so that I could A, catch it and get over it and be immune to it and have antibodies for it and B, so I could be, so I couldn't just be talking from outside of it. Okay. But that's what we had. We had COVID-19 and I got to tell you, it was different. It was very different. Now I have not gotten sick very much in my life. I haven't. We had uh, we had all the things that I've been telling you guys to get. We had the ivermectin. We had everything. Okay? And I can tell you this. The worst of it, I plowed through in two days. The worst of it. And I can tell you for us, or for, for me specifically, what was different about the flu than COVID was what it did to my senses. It, it screwed up my senses big time. Like my taste and my, and my smell... Usually with a flu, it goes away. But with this, it made everything smell and taste like burnt plastic. Like burnt plastic or, or ashes from a cigarette butt. Like everything. Even even just like juice or orange juice or, or food or anything tasted like burnt plastic and cigarette butts. Um, I think the worst of it was the pain in my muscles, in my legs, not being able to move. It's different. But... I will, and, and I'm not going to say that it's not going to affect other some people different than it affects other people. Some people might it might take a toll on them so much worse than it did me, okay? But I got to tell you this: my wife gets the flu a lot, and I've seen my wife with a with a flu way worse than when she had this, okay? I have never caught the flu in my life. Not that I can remember. I've caught in some bad colds, but never really the flu, at least not on a, on a scale that other people have, have, around me have had it. Um, but I got to tell you, I've seen my wife way worse. I've seen my kids way worse. And I've been worse, except for the, except for the differences, right? The, 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 burnts, the burnt plastic smell that I had. And the, but, ladies and gentlemen, it, it, it's nothing to be afraid of. So... Now that I've had it, and I, like I said, I was gonna, I was gonna wait um, and tell everybody this, you know, in about a week, because I didn't want anybody worrying and 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 say, oh, oh, you know, is he gonna die? Is he gonna make it through? I just wanted to, I just wanted to plow through it and then explain to you guys exactly what it, what I felt going through it and what my family felt going through it. And it's really nothing to shut the world down about. It's nothing to destroy the world over. It's nothing to lock people down over. It's, it's not. At least in our opinion, mine and the rest of my family's, except for one person in my family, my son, it's nothing to really freak out about. It's sick. Now, again, I, I know it'll affect people with, and look at me, I'm way overweight, so I fall into the high risk category. You know what I mean? I'm like 50 pounds overweight or more. I'm in my 40s. I don't take vitamins. I don't exercise regularly like I should. And I am in a high-risk category. I'm in a high-risk category. And I plowed right through it. My advice to you guys is, I'm not saying... It's hard for anybody to give somebody advice when it comes to medical stuff, okay? I'm not a doctor. I don't want you to say, well, Jeremy told me not to get you know this or that, so I'm not going to get it. And then you end up you know, getting severely hurt or, or die because of it. What I'm saying is, from my experience, it was no worse than anything else I've ever had. It was just different. It was a different. It was a different sickness than I'd ever had, and you could tell right away that it wasn't regular. You know that it wasn't just a regular flu. You could tell right away. 
Um, so now I'm going to go get anybody's tested when this is done, and I'm going to see where they are. And uh, I'm glad that I actually went through it. I'm glad that I went through it. So now I don't just, now I don't get, I don't talk from outside of it. You know what I mean? I don't want to sit here and, and lecture people about COVID-19 and never been through it. Now I've been through it. And now I can say what my experience of it was. And it's the same experience as all of my friends and family who also had it. And they said the same thing. Wasn't as bad as everybody thought it was. Um, you had ivermectin, though. It could have been worse. Jeremy, you took ivermectin. That is the difference. Yeah, but I didn't take it. Um, I didn't take it leading up to it because I didn't realize what it was. You know what I mean? Had I, had I been taking it as a preventative, I probably would have never even caught it. So I caught it and, and just thought it was, eh, it's just a, you know, just a little sickness. And it was, you know, I'd already caught it. So, you know, long story short, ladies and gentlemen, it was, uh, it was a pain. It still is a, 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 an annoyance, but it wasn't any different. I mean, it wasn't any worse, I should say, than having, a, than having the flu for most people. Um, but that's my, that, that's what I was going to wait to tell you guys, but I figured I'd tell you today. Um, all right, let's move to the, uh, let's move to the last two stories of the day because, uh, I got some things to do this afternoon. I got to catch up on stuff and I got to get going. First of all, a new poll was taken, um, by, I believe it was by, uh, Turning Point USA. Turning Point USA went out and did a poll late last week and the results were stunning. The support for BLM in this country right now is at an all-time low. So what does that tell you? If the support from everyday people, and I'm not talking about conservatives or Democrats, I'm just talking about regular random people asked, the support for Black Lives Matter is at an all-time low. So you got to ask yourself why. Why is the support for Black Lives Matter at an all-time low? I'll tell you why. It's because of people like Hawk Newsom going on TV and saying there will be bloodshed. It's because of people starting to wake up and realize, wait a minute, Black Lives Matter is a destructive force. It is a terrorist group. It is not out there to make people uh, make things better. It definitely isn't out there propping up the black communities. It definitely isn't out there in the state's ghettos trying to get people out of those uh, um, poverty situations. They haven't done anything for the black community. And, and as a matter of fact, Black Lives Matter hasn't done even close to as much for the black community as Donald Trump did. And people are starting to see through that uh that fake organization as well. They're starting to see by actually just going and visiting their website and doing a little bit of research that Black Lives Matter is nothing but a Democrat weapon used by the Democratic Party as another modern form of slavery to get these people to do whatever they want them to do. And when I say these people, I'm talking about any black, brown, or white person who decides that they want to align themselves with the Black Lives Matter movement. It's nothing but a terrorist group, and it should be treated as such. And the public, the general public, is starting to figure it out. They're starting to see the same thing that we saw, that we all saw for the last five years, is that this group is nothing but a Marxist terrorist group who's hell-bent on destroying this country because they believe that everything in this country, from banking to libraries to driver's licenses to laws to everything, is all based and rooted in white supremacy. So they need to tear the system down, and the public is starting to go, wait a minute, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. We were with you, and we thought your movement was about justice for black people. But now what you've turned into is something that we no longer can support. So their approval numbers by just regular everyday people are in the toilet, just like um, Joe Biden's. And you know what? It's, it's kind of, uh, when this is all said and done, you look back on this, hindsight being 2020, Donald Trump might have been, no, he, he might have been more right when he said 
the best is yet to come than he was in any other thing because the only way that the best is yet to come in this country to truly unite is to see how bad Joe Biden and the, and the left and the, and, and the Democrats and BLM and Antifa, how bad they all are. And the only way to see how bad they all were was to have them be, uh, give them power, is to put them in a position of power to see what they did with it. And it only took 11 months and the world sees how bad they are. Burn, loot, murder. Uh, Illuminati backwards go straight to NASA site, says Alicia Wida. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. And now let's go ahead and give the Smarty Award. So let me cue those drums for the Smarty Award. Today, November 22nd, year of our Lord, 2021. Smarty Award is going to go to Representative Madison Cawthorn of North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, because this is such a great move. In the wake of Kyle Rittenhouse being acquitted and the world continuing to still call him a racist murderer, hopefully he ends up getting millions and millions of dollars in lawsuits for defamation against all of these news organizations like MSNBC, CNN, and including Joe Biden himself. But Madison Cawthorn has actually offered Kyle Rittenhouse an internship with his congressional office in the wake of this acquittal. Mean Meanwhile, Jerry uh, Nadler, a fellow pants pooper of Joe Biden, is trying to get the Department of Justice to bring federal charges up on Kyle Rittenhouse because he crossed state lines. Well, here we are with a gentleman who was acquitted, and now we're going to try to get him on federal charges because he crossed state lines. Meanwhile, People are illegally crossing the southern border with COVID-19, with smallpox, with monkeypox, with felonies, with uh, uh, trafficked children and drugs. We don't pay no attention to that. But God forbid the kid who crossed state lines, who was found, who was found uh, innocent, not guilty of all charges. Now uh, Jerry Nadler wants the Department of Justice to federal uh, or to file federal charges on him for crossing state lines um, and and with the use of a weapon. But Madison Cawthorn has offered him a intern an internship and in, with his office, and I just think that's great because not only will this gentleman, if he accepts, not only will this young man be very very close to all the same people who called him a murderer and a white supremacist and smile at them every single day in in uh, in uh, Washington D.C. right there alongside Madison Cawthorn. Uh, but it will also give him a, a unique position while he's going through these defamation lawsuits to be able to be in front of the camera constantly and, and, and show the world this is what happens when you um, wrongfully uh, sentence a man to the court of public opinion when the court, the real court, acquitted him. So that's just a great, a great thing that Madison Cawthorn did. And a big shout out to him. And I hope, I hope this young kid actually goes and, um, and, and, and bankrupts all of these individuals and these companies who tried to uh, defame this young man's character. Anyway, folks, other than Mike Lindell going to bat for us tomorrow, that's going to do it here for Live from America. I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to... Uh, to, to be back doing Live from America. I cannot wait for this week to to unravel. There's a lot going on this week. Got some nice, uh, some high-profile guests hopefully coming on this week. And if uh, once they confirm, I'll announce that. And until then, folks, remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon, not even COVID, formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you.